That's what I'm talking about. Yoshimura has been making the sickest exhaust systems since before you were born. They are the ones that powered my boys Jet Lawrence. Hunter Lawrence and Chase Sexton to the top of the box in Supercross and MX in 2023. If you want your dirt bike to run to the top of its game, get yourself a Yoshi. Check them out at yoshimurrd.com. Follow my boys on Instagram at yoshimura underscore rd. Everyone, welcome to the Midweek Podcast presented by Yoshimura. Um, today's installment's going to be a little bit different. I'm going to try to get uh, Travis Pastrana on FaceTime to talk a little bit about the uh, Nitro Cross event this weekend at Glen Helen Raceway. Uh, Nitro Cross is exactly as it sounds, like uh, Rally Cross combined with the Nitro Circus antics. Uh, there's a bunch of classes. I'm super excited to see the... Uh, uh, electric car class, um, obviously with the, the advent of the Stark Varg in motocross, uh, electric vehicles kind of caught my attention. Um, so, uh, Travis will be racing that as well as Brian Deegan and some other top four wheeled stars. Uh, but the thing that's got my attention this weekend is the Pastrana versus Deegan, uh, matchup in the, uh, Can-Am side-by-side class. So I'm actually going to head out there on Friday I think uh, my buddy Neil Stores, who runs uh, the PR for Can-Am, is going to get me in a car with one of the guys to take a ride so I can experience it. Um, the truck track at Glen Helen is something that's always there when we're there racing motocross. Um, but I think for this event, they're adding some jumps and crossovers and giant berms and such. So it uh, should be exciting. Yeah, it's four wheels, but it's a lot like motocross. So um, looking forward to it. Anyway, I have uh, four sets of tickets to give away. So there's uh, three uh, general admission pairs, so six tickets in all. And uh, we have two VIP uh, tickets to uh, get to the race and experience some behind-the-scenes things. So uh, if you want to win, comment on this uh, post, whether it's YouTube or on SwapMotoLive.com. Give us a compelling reason to choose you. We will, and uh, see you out there this weekend. So let's try to get uh, Travis on FaceTime now. Hey, hey. Hey, Don, how you doing? Good, good. Can you say something again? Can you hear me? Yeah, that's good. That's good. Okay, sorry. Check, check. One, two. How you doing, bud? I'm good. Man, last time I saw you was uh, COVID. uh, What was it called? Fight Club. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fight Club. Yeah. Isn't yeah, that, that, was, uh, isn't that, that, was, that was a good time? It's funny to reflect on what a weird time that was in the world, wasn't it? No, it's uh, it's wild how much changed. Some some actually good kind of came out of it, but man, for our industry, for traveling, for touring, I mean, it. Thank goodness for for Dana White and for Tita's right now, because without that, I don't. We, Nitro would have never really the, the live <laughs> tour would have never come back. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, we're here with Travis Pastrana needs no introduction um it's funny because i want to say hey what have you been up to but you're up to so much you're, you're like the most wide open guy ever and it's funny that you probably think back to your racing days and like that was calm right because you knew what you had to do every week racing was very simple 
um, the success, like the breadcrumbs that people leave to, to be the best is it's not easy. It's the hardest thing that anyone will ever do. You'll go through more sickness and injury. You'll, uh, there's no such thing as weekends or holidays or birthdays or Christmas. Uh, you're training. And that's why I think motocross is the, the greatest sport on earth. Um, but it, it takes its toll. It's something that, you know, motocross the nations, I was 16 years old. Um, and I was already like, man, this is, it's not worth it for me to, to put this in what it takes to be a Carmichael or to, to be one of those guys. But um, with action sports and everything, I'm realizing they have to spend just as much time uh, to, to make a living at a hobby. It's, it's not easy. Yeah. When you reflect on it, do you think you got hurt more as a racer or as a personality? <laughs> oh, wait, racing was 90% of my injuries. Yeah. Um, without a doubt, because well, with freestyle motocross, you you are against yourself. You kind of have an idea of, of what you're capable of, and you make mm-hmm. those decisions. And yeah, X Games, and there's some events that, that come up where it's worth it. You're like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna risk life and limb because hey, I'm 50-50 on a double backflip, or I I think I got this. And yeah, sometimes you get it wrong. Um, but in racing, you're you know, I came off the track one time and I was I got third place. I was like, Roger, I'm not even tired. To, to Coster. And he looked at me, I, I thought he was going to like, basically like put me up against the wall. I was like, if you ever come off the track and you didn't win and you tell me you're not tired, to me that says I didn't care enough to put everything that I have because you can always work a little harder. If you're not winning and you come off the track not reading through your butthole and talking to Elvis, you, you did something wrong. And, and that was is interesting because you'd be on the last lap and I made a lot of passes on the last lap. And I, I people gave me a hard time like fitness was one of the things that was definitely i feel like a strength mm-hmm. uh for me maybe not the, the actual strength part but the actual cardiovascular and just the willingness to, to push in that last lap and that's where i got hurt a lot was you know maybe not even in the race but when you're sick you're tired and you know you want to go out there and and you want to do those lap times and you want to progress and you want to push yourself and you want to be the best mm-hmm. um that's i think that was the most dangerous thing i've ever done and but it was worth it it's just not something that that I could maintain for, uh, for, for my whole life. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but are we like 20 years from the X games at LA where you guys did the three sixties? We are 20 years from X games and this weekend, uh, Can-Am as well as Nitro Cross, um, have basically invited Brian Deegan out to Glen Helen, uh, which was my first outdoor pro national, uh, there when I was 16. And we're going head-to-head in 1,000-horsepower electric cars. We're going head-to-head in the Can-Ams. Um, we got dollar bets flying this weekend. <laughs> and uh, last year, he won the first night. He passed me in the last – I swear he changed where my uh, – um, so you have your transponder that you can put wherever you want. And my transponder happened to be on the back of the car, and his happened to be on the front of the car. <laughs> so, I mean, physically, I feel like I won that, that race, but it was .01 hundredths of a second. And then the next night we were going back and forth and he, he cartwheeled. I mean, he went, went over end for end eight times and I ended up getting the win that night because he's cartwheeling. But, um, so we went one and one and we're coming back, uh, you know, 2003 X games. Um, I've got a full, my Alpine star suit matches the gear that I wore at X games that year in the Coliseum. I got the old throwback helmet to the swirl. Mm-hmm. Um, so Deegan and I will be on the track 24 seven this weekend. It's going to be awesome. Nice. Yeah, so uh, for people that aren't aren't aware, like, can you explain Nitro Cross? Like, it looks like everything, classes for everything. Yeah. That's easy to explain to this audience. Nitro Cross is motocross with a roll cage. Um, 
we started doing the Jim Connor stuff and we started jumping cars and, you know, Ken Block and, and myself and you know, even Tanner Faust, uh, you know, went 350 feet in a, in a trophy truck, you know, for distance wise. And mm-hmm. um, I started thinking, I'm like, this is, we could do where these cars can, you know, they call it a Scandi flick, like Scandinavian flick where you, you turn left to go right. Or, you know, if you ever watch the movie Cars, the cartoon, you, so you can come out of a corner and flick it. So you go over the jump and we can actually flick like a full 180 over the jump. So we can be full left lock hit the jump and land backwards the other direction set up for the next corner. Mm-hmm. Um, thousand horsepower. Yeah. Everyone gives me so much crap for electric cars, but our supercars that it was like, they're the baddest things ever. Zero to 60 and under, uh, you know, under two seconds. Now we're zero to 60 in 1.3 seconds. <laughs> um, we have twice the suspension. Yeah. It's a little heavier car, but we're still two seconds a lot faster with these cars. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't break. We can, we can bumper car each other um, and we have more power than anyone can put to the ground. So mm-hmm. for us as a driver, the only weird part is on the starting line when, you know, the crowd's yelling, yo mama jokes and you can actually hear them. Yeah. I've never yeah. been. And I always spin the tires. Like I did last weekend. We qualified pole and it's fun because you're, you're looking at all these numbers, but you can't hear it. So that that's been tough, but um, we have class 11, which you got guys like, Cowboy Cerrone, uh, UFC uh, champion, and Jim York, uh, you know, here for the crash reel. Um, you know, Wilkie, all these guys that are just there to go. They've been flipping every weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got the Can-Ams where Deegan and I will be racing, but you also have, there's um, two 15-year-old kids that are fantastic that are probably quicker than Brian and I, mm-hmm. and they haven't beat us yet only because Brian and I are kind of assholes on the track, and we can figure <laughs> out how to uh, put that uh, into play and, and creatively win uh but that's going to be a great competition and then you got the next uh class with leah block and then i'm actually giving up my seat on the second day uh of glenn helen to leah to try the the group e thousand horsepower she's going to go over and uh so ken block's daughter uh leah she's amazing she's got a lot of confidence uh very very like not just because of her last name or who her father was but she's progressed faster than i've seen anyone male or female um and i'm going to give her my car like Ken did for the, the Jim Connor series to, mm-hmm. to see if this is where she wants to go before she heads to Europe. And, um, yeah, she's got a couple year contract, uh, you know, with Williams F one team, which is absolutely insane. Um, and she'll have to put in a good foot forward there, but I said, look, jump in the car and see if this is something that's, that's more fun because at the end of the day, I feel like if you're not having fun, it's, it's, it's not worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, I have a question about the electric class, right? So, You've ridden the Stark Varg, so you're well aware of how yeah. awesome it is, right? But all the haters comment, oh, man, when Supercross, if it ever goes electric, I'm never going again or whatever. But, like, okay, you've been involved in electric vehicle racing, right? It's still, there's still sound, and it's still super exciting. How do you relate it to people saying that about motocross? Um, yeah, 100%. Um, my dad's generation, they'll never come around. It's, it's okay. Um, but my daughter's generation, um, you know, we go and we watch Supercross, um, you know, on Saturday, if I'm ever home on the weekends, and we go to our friend's house, and they'll have electric, uh, you know, 50s, electric pit bikes, um, all this stuff, and they can run in the backyard. Mm-hmm. And they don't have to worry. I, I, I like two strokes. I never even went to the four strokes. Like, yeah. I'm, I love the smell. It, it brings back nostalgia. But for my girls, two strokes are are loud they've got to do all the like the star uh, stark or the you know the ktms that, that they all have 
they can go in the backyard and no neighbors complain. We can mm-hmm. have a cookout. We're watching Supercross. We got the lights going on in the backyard in a neighborhood at my friend Tim's house, yeah. and where all the kids are riding, and mm-hmm. they're having a blast. And I think that generation is kind of going to come up not knowing anything different. Yeah, it's sad for for our generation. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, oh man, like I like the noise. I like mix, mixing mixing uh, gas and kicking ass. You know, it's yeah. like that's it's cool. I mean, you get the two strokes and you get a you know straight rhythm. There's nostalgia there. Um, but at the end of the day, the Stark has 20 more horsepower. So I went out and I under-rotated a, a double backflip on just to an airbag up a, a big step up. And I jumped on the Stark and I did two and a half on the way up. But hold on, I got three. I just did, I was trying to do a wheelie backflip and I did one on the Stark and it was simple. And then um, it was, I, I got a flat tire because I ran over a freaking uh, screw that we had in the ground for one of the um, the ramps we were building. And I ended up, I broke my uh broke my hand oh. jumping on to a um i jumped on a ktm 300 and it was just i jumped on and tried to land in a wheelie and flip off in a wheelie and i land because i'd done on the stark and the stark is so progressive mm. and i think maybe it's going to be too fast maybe it's going to be even too scary when the guys get on but is that not what we want don't yeah. be saying oh don't be a sissy and jump on a bike that has 20 more horsepower that's going <laughs> to allow you to go three seconds a lot faster like I don't know. I mean, I, I just like to ride. Yeah. And for me, it's easy for me with bad knees. I can go through the corners better. I can modulate the throttle better. I can, you, know, you put the, wherever you want the, the regen where you go up the takeoffs and you can hit it twice as fast because it stops on the takeoff. Mm-hmm. You don't have to use the back brake at all, but if you want to have it freewheel, you just crack the throttle a little bit and all that. Like there's so much that's cool with that. It's like using a front flip ramp. It's like a cheetah ramp. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, it's a cheater ramp. It's dumb. I'm like, dude, I put on a show yeah. for me to do a front flip is the hardest thing I'll ever do. And I'm 50, 50, whether I break my back or I land it, or I can have this front flip kicker. That's still dangerous. You're still going through the air and I can do front flip, kiss the desk and Superman's and double front flips. And I'm like, well, for a show, yeah, like, does it really matter? Like, I'm having more fun learning on this front flip. Ramp. I'm having more fun on the start than I've had on anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The back of my head goes, <laughs> I really want the sound, but you know, kind of is what it is there. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to, uh, watching this class on, on Saturday for sure to, uh, experience an electric dude, competition for sure. Dude, come out and watch it. It's one of, it's, you basically take off in a spaceship and, uh, <laughs> until you see it, like we're giving rides as many rides as we can to you know media. You come out, I get you in the car, just take off. It knocks the wind out of you. It's yeah. like, you know, it's like the Starks. Once you ride it, you're like, Oh, I'll, I'll never go back. But does it sound the same? If it goes out of the, you know, when these cars go out of view, which you don't, Glenn Helen, you can see it the whole time, mm-hmm. but you lose, you lose something. Um, uh, yeah. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. But, and then everyone's like, oh, well, you have a diesel running your, uh, your generators. I'm like, I don't care what it's powered by. Like, I, hey, look, I think it's great environment, all this good stuff. I want to run the fastest vehicles that we can, have the most fun that we can, and be as most creative. I can go up on a Stark and almost do a front flip and loop out and almost do a backflip before I land. Like, yeah, it's cool. It's yeah. Fun. Yeah. It's, ex- it's an extension of, uh, of the sport. It's, it's, it's experience that's different, but it's not replacing. I think that that's, that's the whole thing. I get frustrated with the whole, the whole electric hater crew, right? It's like, Hey, I'm not out to save the world. I'm not an eco weenie. i just want to have the most fun I possibly can. So, um, getting back to this grudge match. Okay. So how is the chemistry with you and D and like, is there text 
shit talking going on right now in the days approaching it or you know Deegan has always been super nice to me he's always been super polite to the family he's always had a lot of respect Mm -hmm. um yeah we've we had totally different upbringings. There's always been a rivalry. We've always want to beat each other. Like he, you know, no one wants a kid coming out and a younger kid when we were on freestyle to come out and to, to be competitive at all. And there was a rivalry, but I tell you what, I'm so proud of him as a father, as someone that's been able to find a way to make a living in our sport. Like you can hate or you can like someone or not like someone, but if you figure out a way to make a living doing what you love to do for as long as he has, have such a successful you know, his son uh, is obviously like world champion. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's amazing. And just the excitement that he brings and the, the passion, um, you know, and that that's passed down. Uh, you know, and his daughter, Haley, a phenomenal driver racing in NASCAR, like making a name on her own. And it's just really cool to see what he's done as a father, as a family man, um, you know, and the passion that he, he brings to everything. So, yes, do I want to kick his ass? Of course. Um, and... With the Can-Ams, I think we're going to be really close. Uh, with the Group E, you know, it's it's tough to jump into a, a highest form of uh, of racing, if you will, um, or at least that level where these, you know, you don't you can't make a mistake, and it, it's it's very very difficult. I think he's going to struggle in the Group E again. He he had this first race last weekend. I'm stoked that he came back to try it. Deegan's not afraid of a failure. Mm-hmm. He will always put himself in a position. And he'll talk crap, and he'll he'll be there until he figures out how to be the best at it. Mm-hmm. Um, love him or hate him, the guy who works really hard. Okay, so the Can-Am racing, though, is just you and him, two guys. No, dude, we got the kids. There's like oh. two 15-year-olds that are amazing. Great Ledbetter's 18 or 19. Okay, yeah, you, you talked about them, but I thought I thought it was just a one-on-one challenge. There's like four guys? It, uh, no, there's. I mean, it's a whole class. Like, we oh, it's a whole class. Oh, they're just off. hyping you up as Bro- it's Deegan versus... Brian and I will be on... We'll probably be on the front row, or at least we'll be... We'll both be on the first two, and Wherever we end up, we'll find each other. I guarantee it. So that's awesome. I apologize. We got uh, we got Nitro Circus. I actually am late for um, uh, doing some phoners on that, but thank you so much, Don. I really appreciate. it. Hopefully, see everybody out of Glen Helen. It's going to be a hell of a race. Yeah, I think uh, I think uh, Friday I'm coming out and uh, I might be in your car for a lap or two. Looking forward to that. All right, you'll you'll experience electric, and it'll be just like jumping on the start for the first time. You knock the wind out of yourself and just just go. All right, Travis. Hey, thanks for the time this morning, and uh, see you thanks, this weekend. Don. Bye-bye. All right.